<laughs> How you doing, dog? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Tiki, welcome. Thank and, you. Uh, Evan, nice to I like, for, for all purposes to now, let's go the latter. WFAN <laughs> legacy. Dude, you can that. be it all, Mad Dog. You can do everything. Right? Well, it's one day a week at, F- at ESPN. Let's not go crazy. The MLB <laughs> Network is a, is a baseball show that is on, you know, for the baseball fan. FAN is where we all made it. That's where the fun began, and I sat there and watched a lot of Tiki Barber games. And Tiki, you are a borderline Hall of Famer. You should have made that last cut. I was disappointed. Maybe one next year. Maybe one next year. I appreciate you. Well, hold on a second. He's a borderline Hall of Famer. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not a Hall of Famer? Well, you're not a Hall of Famer I, I, until I, you're a Hall of Famer. I mean, <laughs> do, do I have to go out there and be uh, – he's not Jim Brown. <laughs> but, I mean, Tiki was a tremendous, tremendous player. Oh, thank you. Thank you, dog. And by the way, uh, by the way, dog, by, by the way, dog yeah. I can't be a Hall of Famer until I'm a Hall of Famer. So being a borderline Hall of Famer is exactly what I want to be right now. So, I think you that you are right. It. I think you are right there. You could go either way. I'm not being fair, T. I, I mean, you know, you. I think you could go. Uh, I would. Ha- you could go either way with it. You were a hell of a running back. And yes, if you were into the Hall of Fame, I don't think anybody would have any qualms with it. Evan included. Evan, how are you? I'm long good. time no chat. A long time, man. I'm curious for you, because you've been gone now for like 15 years, and New York sports has completely sucked for the most part since then. We've had a couple of good moments, the Giants Super Bowl, the Yankee World Series. Is there any day you wake up, you know, after you take your gummies and you do your radio show, where you say, boy, I miss I miss talking about New York sports oh, all day? absolutely. I mean, uh, I can think of about five or six right now in the last 12 years. The day that City Field opened up, I wasn't there with that ballpark in New York, uh, with the Mets. That bothered me. The 09 World Series, when I, I could have killed the Yankees. They won that year with A-Rod. <laughs> that bothered me. So, I mean, those two top of your head right out of the gate. The Getterman era with the Giants, mm. that bothered me. Knicks-Hawks a couple years ago when they finally got something going in the postseason. And then last year they beat the Cavs. You don't do those kind of local things uh, on uh, Sirius because of the fact, you know, it's a first-round NBA playoff series. Uh, you know, so there have been, you know, there have been some moments. I mean, you know, the Yankees re-signing Judge. I mean, I think him hitting 62 home runs, Evan. I mean, geez, yeah. you know me with the history of Roger Maris. You know, I mean, you know, I did some of that on Sirius because, you know, it's baseball. It's a national story. So that bothered me a little bit. There is no question about it. You know, the hometown aspect, no matter how bad the teams are, the hometown aspect of the ball clubs, when you can't follow on a day-to-day basis, that is, you know, sometimes you miss that. It's part of your family, you know. And I tell you something else I miss. Sometimes I miss the conversation that me and Mike had, many a time cantankerous, but sometimes <laughs> those conversations, which were good sports fans' conversations, I don't have that necessarily on Sirius. It's about myself. So I do miss that, too. So yeah. there are some aspects of the station. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you were a good part of it. Tiki was a huge player here, and he was always in the mix there in the 90s with Fossil and everything else. The three of us, you know, Joe Benigno win and everything else. Uh, you know, Giannotti was part of it. Boomer, of course. I mean, it was a it was a great town and it was a great station for a long period of time. And uh, you know, being part of that, no matter what I do after, a lot of people still remember me for Mike and the Mad Dog. Yeah, you know, it's funny, dog. I want to like when I, when you do national shows because I did a national show on CBS Sports Network for for a while, and you often. Just you almost want to intentionally not talk about New York because it makes you feel like you're biased, right? I, have there been national New York sports stories that you talked about and people said, "Hey, you know what? This is just a New Yorker talking." That's not. I, I don't want to hear that. I think there's some of that. Uh, I think it's more the other way. 
where you would talk about uh, national stories and try to incorporate into a New York framework. Got it. Uh, you know, like Belichick today. Yeah. That would be one. Um, the, you know, the NCAA Final Four in college football. That would be another. Trying to incorporate UConn when they won a championship last year in basketball. That would be one. I think it's more that way where you try to take a national sport uh, that's got a little New York feel and try to turn it around so the New Yorker listens more than the other way where I'm forcing a New York story on a national audience. As you guys well know, I've never been a huge New York fan anyway. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. so, so in a lot of ways, I'll tell you something else that I miss. When a Giants won those World Series, especially that first one. Oh, Here God. it is. I screamed huh? and yelled with Mike forever about Yankees-Giants, and I never had anything to crow about, and they finally win three championships, and I'm no longer on FAN. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing in the world. I'm no longer on FAN. But, you know, here's the way I look at the radio. I just go on there, and I essentially do the same thing I've always done as far as the communication aspect of the concern. You know, do the monologue early, get calls in, try to get a newsmaker guest on. I do those things that I've always done. And, you know, there are times I want to do some New York stuff. And after all these years, I can get away with it. But, you know, listen, I'm going to leave with the car. I like college football anyway. You know, I'm going to do a lot of Nick Saban. I did that yesterday. I'm going to do a lot of the college football stuff. I can do the tennis, which I couldn't do. I'm still going to do the big golf. You'll be, you'll be surprised. Sports talk. Is sports talk. Yeah. You know, nobody's more of a New Yorker than me, and I've been on Sirius for 14, 15 years. What's that say? They know. know I'm going to talk some of New York sports. Dude, you're approaching, uh, I, you're approaching a period where you're going to be at Sirius longer than you were here. Like, you're a few years I away know from that. that, which is nuts. I thought about that. Yep. I mean, I got to FAN in, uh, in uh, 88, 89. I left in 08, and I got to Sirius in the end of 08, and here it is, 2000. Uh, it's about 15, 16 years, and me and Mike started in 89, left in It's 19 years with Mike and about 14 years at Sirius, which is really hard to believe. Crazy, man. Uh, when did uh, you... But, but, but I love, I, know, I still love the sports talk. I still love going on there. Hey, here are some things that you can't do on, F, on FAM. I, do, I like doing book reviews and, you know, <laughs> get a good sports book on and getting a guy on for 45 minutes to an hour, even non-sports books. Oh, well, well, by, the, by the way, by the way, dog, I yeah. have to do this now since you said that. What have I told you? I wrote a Mets book, and it's coming out in March. Are you going to give me an hour on your show to break yes, it down? I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. Literally, yes, I, would. I wrote, I, I took my 50, uh, my 81 favorite scorecards, because I score every Met game. I still do to this day. And I published it in the book and wrote about my experience at that game, and what was going on in life, well, what I thought about. You on, Evan. Thank that's you, Doug. A, that's a done deal. All right, that's tell, a done deal. Tell Spike I'm off that day. I'm going on with Doggy. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I will. I, I, I do a lot of those. You know, here's something else I did. You know, in the pandemic, that was a tricky show. So all those, you know, you guys, that was hard to show. Oh, yeah. But I put Roger, I put Roger McGuinn on one day for an hour on a Zoom, and he was playing songs from the birds back in the 60s. <laughs> right. You can't, you don't, can't, you really can't do that as much at FAN. And that is where Sirius allows you to, to do those things. But you guys know, doing a sports talk show is doing a sports talk show. If you do it right, and the fans like you, the idea of it is to sell what you're interested in. So if you're passionate about something, even if something is obscure, you'd be amazed of how many fans 
will latch on to it, whether they live in New York yep. or Walla Walla, Washington. So that's my philosophy. Now, speaking of Sports Talk Radio, we've had a lot of young hosts do shows recently, and I was curious if we played a clip, if you could do an on-air air check for this certain young host that was on recently. Could you do us that favor? Uh, put it, play, yeah, let's go. Play it. Here All right, here we go. go. Five-game losing streak for them. Mikal Bridges. Not shooting well, not scoring the ball, not nearly as well as he was last year when they acquired him. The Nets, a lot of issues in Brooklyn. And I and I like some of the players that those Nets guys have. I, I, Bridges, Johnson, solid, I would say 2A, 2B type pieces. What do you think of that young host? You know, that's a good one. Tiki, you know who that is, don't you? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Um, uh, I give Olivero and Spike all the credit. That was Colin Russo, who's a senior at Wisconsin, who works at ESPN Madison, and he did a show on December 22nd. And let me tell you something right now. I was with him. I left before the shows. I didn't want to hover over him, but I came down to visit the station. First time I'd ever been there, by the way. I was going to ask. And, hey, that was your first time here? Was that day? First time ever. Wow. First time I was there, December 22nd. And here's the thing. He followed a Nets-Nuggets game. I know you're a huge Nets fan. Yes, yes. He followed a Nets-Nuggets game, and then Carino and Capshaw do a great job. They did a half-hour postgame. And then he was on at 10.30 to 2. That first half hour would be the first to admit he was rattled. Uh, that first half hour. Uh. <laughs> because you, I told him, don't do Yamamoto. Don't do NFL playoffs in week 16. Don't do that at the bottom of the hour. you got to save that. Because we don't know about the calls and everything else. you got to save that for the top of the hour, which he did with Yamamoto at 11 because he had just signed. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, 1030 to 11, following Nets basketball, <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is. And he's got to kill a half hour. That is not that easy for a senior in college. No, no, that's And crazy. he was rattled. And he was rattled. All right. Was so, rattled. so in college, it was constant. What is, is he doing – the same thing, like sports talk radio? And I'll tell you, you know, he's done a good job. At, uh, he's at ESPN Madison. Yeah. And he does the pre and post of Wisconsin football. So on Saturdays, he does a show outdoors in one of those bars there on State Street with three other hosts, one of them being Chris Moore, who's a former linebacker, and Brad Norman, who's a punter at Jacksonville. Yeah. And he does that. And then he does a post game show. Now, I don't know. He's a senior. He graduates. I think he wants to do this for his career. Uh, but you guys know, going in there every day, trying to make something happen. You guys are on. Are you guys on four or five hours? Are you four? Four and, hours? and a half hours. Four, four, and, and, a half. Half. four and a half hours. That is not that easy. Mm. And I don't know if he knows how that adjustment's going to be. Once a week around Wisconsin football is one thing, but the one thing that he has, he's got presence. When you hear him, you have it. He he feels comfortable on the air, and no matter how much you know, and no matter how smart you might be, you have to feel comfort. You got to feel you got to feel comfortable when that microphone goes on, and he does do that. He does feel that, so that's that's a plus. The other one that I love is my oldest right now, Tiki. You'd be into this. Is the third assistant. At Northern Arizona. Oh yeah. Big Sky Conference. Oh, interesting. Division One basketball. Oh, that's cool. And he's twenty four. He's just turned twenty five. Wow. So, so he's doing. Ivan so this did, is this is his job then now, right? This is this he, is his job. He's he doing this for a living. Gra- he did two years grad assistant at UConn. Won a championship. Got this job uh, uh, in May. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out where ESPN Plus is. That is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's a pain watching, in the ass. ESPN Plus is a, in the, in a pain in the ass because sometimes it won't uh, log I, you in. 
Uh, I, I can't log in. I'm plus this peacock thing, Saudi with the dolphins. Right, right. Hulu, you got to get Hulu. Hulu dog, makes it easy for it, it makes it easy for ESPN Plus. The world is a streaming world. You're not used to it yet. We had Amazon Prime all season long. Like you're not used to the whole streaming thing yet. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, not as well as I have. I have my kids who help me out. I'm not that great at it. Forget me. H- how are you guys doing with this? Court and leave. So now, Evan, and Evan, what did I tell you when you took that job? You gave me uh, great advice. Craig? Yeah, you said. I said just uh, buy your time. Yep. Let Craig run the program. <laughs> who knows what happened? They do get rid of him. No, Tiggy's a great person to work with. By the way, I'm very curious. Um, you got into a little bit of hot water a few months ago when the Diamondbacks defeated the Phillies, which I was thrilled about, mm. and you promised that you would quit. And then you right. made a deal with the great Howard Stern that you would do something else. I forgot what right. it was instead of quit. Did I was you went... walk down Fifth Avenue in a bikini? Okay, nice. did you? Did you do that? And if not, why? No. Now I did not do the bikini thing. My wife would have divorced me if I did the bikini thing. <laughs> I couldn't do that. And Howard caught me by surprise because he got wrapped up in it. The fact that the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies <laughs> and then they're screaming Mad Dog in the lock in the clubhouse after the game is, is, is odd. But here's what I did do. The Diamondbacks did a great job. I was not going to the World Series. And then baseball said, you got to go for the three games. So I flew out to Phoenix. I did the three shows, TV and radio. And I sat out in the center field bleachers doing the radio program. I was amazed. 85% were good, 15% were nasty. <laughs> I was amazed the amount of fans who caught on to that yeah. walking by me there well, where I was on a little pedestal out in the center field. Well, well, dog. Yeah, that was a that was a throwaway line that got me in a little trouble. Right, but that dog, it's interesting line. how the medium, both radio and TV, it is infiltrating clubhouses and locker rooms now. Like yeah, people yeah. get offended by these things. We we Aaron Rodgers, it feels like every week is is aggrieved by something that somebody says. It, it, was it always that way? I mean, never, I, I know every never. now and then Mike would piss me off as a player, and I'd be like, what the hell is he talking about? But I'd come on with you guys and just talk Wait, about it. Wait, did Dog ever piss you off? No, Dog never did, but, but Mike <laughs> oh, would. Oh, yes, I did. Well, <laughs> maybe you did, but I didn't get mad at you. I got mad at Mike. But I, I, never, I never felt like it was infiltrating as much as it does now. It's kind of crazy. Uh, the animosity between media and athlete is terrible compared to what it was 30, 30 years ago. I mean, look at Boomer. Boomer came on every Friday, uh, every Monday during the football season with me and Mike forever. The manager came on once a day. Or the Met player, uh, Jeff Torborg, did every day at 305 for a couple of years Crazy. with Mike and myself. I mean, and now, you know, it, it, the new breed of athlete doesn't want criticism. It's athlete talking to athlete. They all have podcasts. Yeah. They don't come on radio, TV shows, so you don't have a chance to build any camaraderie rhythm. So it becomes a very, very difficult, difficult medium. I don't know how you guys how you guys have to deal with the teams. It hurts me more on the national side because I can't get these guys on. I mean, you know, I, I, Bryce Harper is not coming on with Christopher Russo. That's all there is to it no, under right. any circumstances. And, and in the old days, you can get these guys on occasionally. 
Now you can never. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not coming out with me. So from that standpoint, unless he's selling a book, right? Or or, 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 him, or you got a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Or well, I got a million. Bucks, or you're going to kiss his ass for thirty five minutes. Then he'll come on, man. Right. So it's that too, and they know I'm not going to do that. I, you know, I will be nice, but I'm not going. So it becomes a. It's a much much harder profession than it was, Kiki. When uh, when Evan first started and when Mike and I were on in the 80s and the 90s, it's a much harder profession now. Um, I try to do the show the same way I've always done it. You know, I, I, I haven't changed the, the philosophy of doing a talk show around a barroom, fans talking sports, take phone calls, get newsmakers on, put some people on who I'm interested in, and hopefully I can sell that idea to the listener. That's the way I do it. But but I'm a dinosaur there, you know. It's it's a totally different. And I tell you something else: people listen to sports talk now in clips. Yeah, yep. they don't listen to the whole three hours unless they're really loyal and they're big fans. They listen to little clips. You give out a little two minute clip like the Diamondbacks. They were right. gonna, you know, go away <laughs> yeah. to be Philly. Throw now, a they line. didn't hear the whole thing. Right. They heard the two minutes. Now you're right. Uh, with it's the changed. with the current scene right now, what do you think of the Met off season so far? You think it sucks? I, I did not like what they did to Buck. I thought Buck got a, a David Stearns. I thought he got a raw deal. I did not think Buck deserved to be fired. He had a great year, and then, a, you know, obviously last year was a disaster. You can't blame that on Duck. He deserved a third year there, and I understand that Stearns wanted to bring his own guy in. I get it. Uh, yeah, the Mets, listen, they're going to regroup. Uh, I, here's the thing that bothers you about baseball. The Dodgers have every player. Mm. I mean, Yamamoto, they got Hernandez and the Mariners, yep. and they just bring, and, and they got, the, you know, obviously Otani. And guess now, what? And guess what, dog? Been. They'll get knocked out in the, in the, in the divisional round. That's just watch. That's the, that's the advantage that baseball has over the NBA yep. is, and the other sports, is the baseball off, the postseason is so unpredictable that you can have nine Babe Ruths out there, and you could still lose. Well, that's two. what, to me, is saving the Met offseason because mm-hmm. the Mets look like a very average team. But I've said to Tiki, you know what? They win 85 games and make the playoffs. Why the heck, Why can't they get hot like the Diamondbacks just did? It gives teams 100%. more hope. Or, or the Phillies from like two years ago. Yep. Or two yep. seasons uh, that's ago. exactly right. Or the Phillies, you know, who won 87 games. I mean, and they got to game six of the World Series. So I think the idea that there are more playoff teams helps those teams knowing that if they can win 85 games, they're on the periphery of making the playoffs. And if they ever get in, who's to say they can't win five, six games in a row? So, which is what Arizona basically did. Look at all the road games they won. Three and they won, beat, swept the Dodgers. I mean, they swept Milwaukee and they, you know, they came from three, one, two, uh, two, oh, and three, one, and three, well, it wasn't three, two, but they came from two, oh, and three, two down right. to beat the Phillies. So, and look at Texas. I mean, Texas won 90 games and won every road game. Yep. The, I mean, Texas won every road game incredible. In, the, in the playoffs. Everyone, they didn't lose a road game. It's incredible. That doesn't happen in other sports. And I think the unpredictable – it happens in hockey, but it doesn't happen in any other sports. And that's the unpredictability of baseball that helps its postseason because you can make it and have a dominant regular season, but at the end of the day, who cares? The Dodgers' season now – Starts October first. No doubt, they're going to win twelve games. No and doubt, they don't, the season's a disaster. Uh, out of curiosity, when did you start taking gummies? Is that a recent <laughs> phenomenon, or was that a while ago? Uh, Evan, Evan, Evan. I went to college. Uh, college. I went to a boarding school in upstate New York. Yes. I got there as a freshman in nineteen seventy-four. Oh, so nineteen seventy-four. That is five, years, <laughs> that is five <laughs> years after. That's five years after Woodstock. <laughs> so I mean, I've. Uh, 
But the, the gummy sensation, you know, that was an interesting one. I threw that out there on the TV, and people got so into that gummy stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you know, now I almost have to take it every when it's a big sporting event on just to keep up the uh, <laughs> yeah. reputation. Right. You need, you need to start your own brand. I mean, hell. Yeah, I know. Start my own, start my own brand. Uh, you know, listen, I mean, I'm, I, went to, I, went to high, I went to a boarding school in college. You know, in those days, you did those kinds of things. And it's funny. I got away with it on ESPN, and nobody from ESPN say anything. You know, you would figure mm. family TV. Chris, really? Do you got to say this? <laughs> nobody said a word. Right. Nobody said right. a word. That's the mouse, man. <laughs> people, well, people like authenticity. Yeah. That's yeah. What they like. That is true. And you could say anything you want about Christopher Russo after all these years. You got to say one. Even you, Tiki, you, you know, I'm authentic. I'm who I am. I, I, don't I appreciate that. We, uh, we're doing a kind of a throwback, Dan. I appreciate you coming on. One of the things we're bringing back are the 2020 updates, and there's a man here who I would be honored if you could throw to his update. You may uh, remember him. His name is John Minko. <laughs> oh, my God. You got Minko on the update. Minko, how are you, Johnny? I'm doing just fine. And you know what? You know what? We go all the way back to Timmy Russo, who was with the UConn basketball program, got a ring. Did you actually see this ring yet? The championship the ring? ring? Yeah, I got a humongous ring. <laughs> humongous. How about that? And, and now he's at Northern Arizona. Which, which Mink saw him because Northern Arizona played at UConn, and Mink has done a lot of those St. John's UConn games. And Mick is always texting me after he has run it to Timmy. He does a great job. So we are doing the 2020s today, Evan. That's what we're doing. Oh, we're doing a couple. <laughs> we're, we're mixing a couple in, and we got we got the. It was very tough to negotiate and get John Minko to agree to do a few updates. He's a very busy man these days, but he was kind enough, especially with you on, to join in and have the honor of you throwing to an update just like uh, the I'll old do it. Uh, wait, 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 all right, mate, let's go, Mick. Do a halfway decent job, short and sweet. Tell me what's going on. Here's the 2020 on Sports Radio 66, WFAN. Mickey! WFAN 2020 Sports. And, dog, a member of the 69 Mets, 73 Mets, shortstop Bud Harrelson. Passes at the age of 79. That from the club this morning. 13 years with the club, a two-time All-Star. Gold Club shortstop, third base coach on the 1986 champion Mets. Well, Story out of New England today was expected. 24-year run as head coach Bill Belichick comes to a close. Alabama needs a head football coach with the retirement of Nick Saban yesterday. What we do know is Dan Landing of Oregon is staying put. Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. declares for the NFL draft. The Nets are in action today at this hour in Paris. And they lead the Cavaliers uh, midway, 9.05 to play in the half, 35-21 to score. There, Knicks in Dallas tonight, Rangers Blues in St. Louis. Islanders home to Toronto, Devils on the road against Tampa Bay, and with sports every 20 minutes or every 20 years, this is John <laughs> McCoy, WFA and 2020 Sports.